And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... The Oscar goes to... Ben Affleck and Matt Damon! Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. We're ready to, ready to party. My name's Matt Hayes, and joining me from Chicago, it's Bob Pallone to break down the Oscars. Hey, Detective Hayes. Detective Pallone. Detective Pallone. That's got a beautiful ring to it. It's happening, man. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. Oscar noms 2019. Uh, we're a month away from the, the big show. Still hostless. Still hostless. Looks like- Maybe they'll ask oh. the analysis hosts to step in. <laughs> We're available. Yeah. Live stream host. Actually, I'm not available. I'm in a show. Ding, everybody drink. Just referenced my acting career. Yeah. <laughs> an acting career that he would turn down an Oscar hosting gig for, apparently. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, we we have two wonderful times of the year. The first wonderful time of the year is October-ish. That's when, uh, late September, October, that's when South Park kicks off. If you guys are mm-hmm. looking at our logo, our podcast logo, you see Matthew Hayes clutching a Cartman doll. And then the second half of the year, if you look over to the gentleman in the Detroit Tigers hat holding an Oscar, is Oscar season. So, Who's that supposed to be, John Harbaugh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fucked up John Gruden. <laughs> But um, yeah, this is uh, this is our Christmas in July. It's our it's our bread and butter. Um, what's that? our semi annual sale, if you will? Yeah, there you go. So the the list came out uh, what Monday morning, um, and everyone's quick to jump on uh, who are the snubs yeah. right away. That always that always annoys who, who me. Who should have been uh, fifth place? This person should have been fifth place instead of this other person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about who's actually really in contention. Although. Just real quick, um, I let's pour one out for Ethan Hawke. I was I was really yes. expecting him to be in the race there. Yeah, we're both um, pretty disappointed with Ethan Hawke, and and he just gets no love. I, I who did he lose to for supporting actor in Training Day? I don't know. I mean, I I, I, I can't imagine him. Yeah, why? Well, he was so good in Training Day. He's uh, he he lost for Boyhood, so he has had some nominations before, but. I definitely thought, now I have to go watch the Van Gogh movie. Now I have to go. <laughs> it's like a movie I was not anticipating having to watch for this award season. And now to have perspective, I have to go watch the Willem Dafoe. Def- William Dafoe is always like in this movie nobody saw and hasn't gotten nominated for anything else. And then he pops up in the best actor category. Didn't, didn't the same thing happen for Florida Project? Yeah, last year. I actually liked him yeah. in Florida Project and was happy that that movie got some recognition because I did like that movie last year. But this one was, oh man, that looks like a long evening of slogging through Oscar bait. Art, hi- art, hist- art history. Yeah. But. Although the Jackson Pollock film um, I enjoyed um, with 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 old what's his name not Vigo but uh, the other old guy um, yeah 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 I actually I think I saw a trailer for that but it, I, talking about Ed Harris and the Jackson Pollock yeah Ed, yeah, yeah Ed Harris and Jackson Pollock yeah thanks mm-hmm. um, so those are some early storylines obviously everyone's gonna be uh, butthurt about uh, Bradley Cooper um, uh, who's I think. 
still nominated for the DGA awards. So if he wins that, that could be crazy. And Peter Fairley's yeah, it's kind of for that. He's kind of entering Ben Affleck territory, right? Where yeah. he's getting a lot of praise directing wise for everything except for the Oscars. Uh, yeah, I guess, and also George Clooney category or territory where can I guess he can he can say, well, I guess I'm not winning Best Director. Yeah, as <laughs> a the smug the smugness the smug <laughs> cloud that formed over. Um, I think. First of all, I think uh, A Star is Born is getting what it deserves, not in a malicious way. It's nominated for eight awards, and it's it's always nominated. Um, and I, I think it's a movie that deserves to be nominated. I don't think it deserves to be talked about as a frontrunner, slam dunk, kind of sweep, well, as, it, as it was in October. If you go back and listen to our yeah, original analysis, I'm, I'm, I thought that Sam... Elliot should be the front runner for supporting, and I and although he's nominated, he's Mahershala is cleaning up in every race leading up to this, and is definitely the odds favorite now. And I'm I'm sad about that. I have not seen Green Book yet, though. So I mean, I, I haven't. I yeah, that, that 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 that's the big one I haven't seen, and it, I kind of thought I, I was planning to see it all along, um, but it just kind of kept slipping through the cracks, and it, it became less and less something that I was interested to see um and now it's like picking up all this controversy at the same time picking up all these awards if peter Fairley were to win the director's guild award without being nominated for an oscar that would be kind of crazy like, yeah we, there's two guys that are in also, play for that director's guild that are left off of this ballot yeah but also like i mean who cares it's it's afonso Curion's award to lose yeah that's I, I, true. I looked up i looked up the gambling odds i think just out of curiosity and uh, I think he's like almost like a ninety-one percent lock. Like you got to put down fourteen hundred bucks to win a hundred. You, you, I mean, it's yeah, you know, yeah. It's, so it's you're that right. level. We're we're kind of arguing over fourth and fifth place here. Yeah, but. just like you said, like like the the storylines that always pop up, or the the snubs, or the people that should have been in fifth, and also like the total number of nominees, as if that really even matters. Uh, like not since like Titanic or like. The Lord of the Rings movies when they were like nominated for ten and twelve and like they man, would they win might, like, ten win. or nine or ten. Yeah, now it's like if you're nominated for ten, you're gonna lose nine of them. So yeah, the, like the, the like, Star Is Born is nominated for eight, but outside of the song, which we said when we reviewed that movie that you could write that mm-hmm. in ink that Shallow is going to win for best song, right. they're not gonna they're not gonna win any anything. Gaga is way behind. She's behind two people now. Bradley Cooper, it's. Best actor is something I'm trying to get my head around still. And I guess that leads us to um, an interesting conversation that's, is this actually kind of exciting that there's not a lot of front runners and there is a little intrigue and mystery behind who might take these awards home, actually? I I guess, but like the, the, the best actor, like the acting awards are always kind of locked up by the Oscars. Like I'd say Christian Bale, Glenn Close, uh, and then supporting Regina King and uh, uh, Mahershala. Yeah, Beale Street for Regina King. Yeah, and Mahershala. Um, I because like Glenn Close, uh, I haven't I haven't seen the wife. I don't really plan to. I don't know anyone that's seen it. So the director um, of the show that I'm in, Ding, everybody drink, acting reference. Um, so he's the only person I've seen that saw it. And he, I can't remember what movie he compared it to, but was like, this is, um, 
like the, the directing is really bad in it. It's not a very good movie, uh, so it becomes distracting. But obviously, there's like a very nice performance around there. It was almost like Still Alice, he said, where like the movie is kind of messy, but there's an incredible performance wrapped into that. Yeah, well, that's usually the case, right? Like, uh, like Iron Lady or Darkest Hour or like a movie that's only about one performance. It's so hard to have the movie be really that good. Yeah. Um, having said that, I mean, uh, my my thoughts on Vice are uh, on record. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun, and then and still you have like this transcendent performance um, in amongst a movie that's probably not up to that level. I mean, it's almost, it's, it's it's like Dan Day Lewis being in a okay sort of like trash movie yeah um which it's kind of it's crazy i think christian bale's the closest thing we have now to a guy like daniel day lewis in my opinion yeah he's probably the next in terms of the chameleon type actor and it depends on what your definition of a great actor is i'm very on record with leonardo dicaprio everybody drink being my favorite actor he's not necessarily a guy that's going to transform where it's like, God, right. I can't even recognize him under all that makeup and that body trend. That's not Leo's style. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Christian Bale, kind of of the, this is a completely different person that I've never recognized that this actor is inhabiting. Christian Bale is that guy now. Or he's yeah. been that guy for a long time, but now that Daniel Day is, is out of the picture, he is the embodiment of that. And Daniel Day was, Daniel Day was more of like, he was a chameleon without really the benefit of like a, fat suit or, or anything or dropping a lot of weight um he just kind of like completely changed he would like would be so into the characters and so devoted to the the method the, the, yeah i mean that he was transformative in that way which is much more impressive and i i think christian bell was helped a lot by um the makeup department which will probably win an award so yeah with like best director best picture i mean the best picture has been kind of more up in the air especially with like the whole moonlight thing and La La Land, but uh, I think the acting awards are almost always locked up by this time of year in this modern. So that's why me and you and I, I like kind of the screenplay categories. Um, and always my like, favorite. Best supporting actor and screenplay are always my favorite awards. Yeah, because they're always like the loaded. Man, all any any of these guys could win. Mm-hmm. Completely loaded category. A, a lot of times, those ones have uh, some some surprises in them i'm thinking mark rylance most recently but yeah there's just it's, oh, it's very yeah. loaded so a lot of things can happen uh, but to just it's just also the most memorable stuff my favorite movie mm-hmm. every year normally wins uh an original screenplay or an adapted screenplay and then my favorite performance every year is normally from the best supporting acting categories so that's why yeah. i always gravitate towards those those noms i think what we should so- do is go through some of the big tickets and talk about our feelings towards them. Okay, yeah, go for it. Um, did you have any other thoughts before we do that? Uh, only while we're on screenplay, I really like the favorite, but uh, First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice, all really strong. I think, I think favorite will be the movie with the most losses, just because of all, like, everybody canceling each other out. I mean, I could see it winning, like, costumes and screenplay, and maybe that's about it. Because with Olivia huh. Coleman seems to be, like, the the co-favorite, which I think she's, like, the third part of a three-headed co-lead. I think... Yeah, I Rachel Weisz is the... Because I just watched that movie on Sunday night. Oh, you did? And she was, yeah. for me, the story. She was the, she was the, the center part of that story. I think... Emma Stone was very nice 
in the movie. And then yeah. Olivia Coleman was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, and I could see, and I, and I definitely respect the, the recognition that she's getting, but to be a front runner in this category seems a little strong. Yeah. Um, and then the girl from Roma, I mean, that, that's just like a great to be nominated yeah, situation. We're, we're both uh, happy about that. I think we're both happy. Yeah. Melissa so. McCarthy really impressed me in Can You Ever Forgive Me? I have not seen you know, that yet, so excited yeah. to see that. That's definitely on, uh, now that it's, quote, screener season, uh, that's one that I'm definitely going to get into very soon. Best Actress is always tough to call. I, for me, I'm never really convinced 100% of the, of the winning performance. I was like, did that really deserve to win? All these people deserve to be nominated, nominated but who really deserves to win? Um, for some reason, uh, I, I can never really like Glenn Close. Is that really an exciting, uh, winner there? I mean, nope. I guess she, did, she, yeah, but, um, I get, I mean, I just, I just don't like the idea of someone being able to win an Oscar because of a golden globe speech. <laughs> uh, that does, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, well, there's, I don't and, think that's completely locked up yet. Not, not nearly as locked up as it's been in, in other years. So let's, let's but, work at the, let's work from the screenplays back. So the last thing we'll talk mm -hmm. about is picture. But let's look at this screen. Let's start with adapted screenplays. And we've said, and are you still holding to this, that uh, we are going to submit a ballot in front of everybody, and then the person who does best on their ballot, uh, the loser has to uh, pay them off with some sort of... Um, uh, I think it's we, we were going to do the, the loser has to buy a male romper and then do the Roma karate choreography in the male <laughs> romper, correct? We're going to post that on Instagram? Yeah, that, okay. that's, that's a great idea. So, so I think right now we can start putting some of our picks on paper uh, and being held accountable to these picks, correct? Uh, sure. Well, we'll. I mean, we can talk about them, and we'll. We'll. We can talk about what we m are more likely to pick, or what okay. our favorites are. But we can. We can submit a. I'll. I'll take a screenshot of. Of a PDF, and so we'll right put it before up the Oscars, the... we'll put it up, and that that'll be our yeah. final ballot. So we'll pick our favorites <laughs> with a O U R, our favorite. And uh, yeah. So the loser must do a um a, a shot for shot remake of the. Uh, of the uh, Roma the karate. karate choreography in a romper cool in a so, romper not in the nude because <laughs> we don't want to get kicked off instagram so uh <laughs> best adapted screenplay we've got buster scruggs which was su surprise black yeah Klansman. i mean that that movie deserves something i think i think it's totally buried by the Net netflix juggernaut juggernaut but it's a great film I just, I don't know what, I, I don't, I, it's hard for me to remember, like, what's adapted and what's not sometimes to be able to take it off this list, but I was like, really? Well, okay. well, well this one's a little crazy because it it's a screenplay by Joel and Ethan Cohn adapted by short stories they wrote. Um, although I guess right here it says, based on the short stories, All Gold Canyon by Jack London and The Gal Who Got Rattled by Stuart Edward Wright. So maybe they wrote a few and then they found a few other ones. So mm. I think maybe what like the the gold prospector and like the 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 out west train the 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 cattle train was those are the two adapted ones and the rest were original anyway mm. whatever anyway black Klansman, uh yeah. as I'm looking here I think could be up there um yeah that's the best part about it. that may have been the screenplay yeah can you ever forgive me so I think it's pretty much between black Klansman and stars born here 
Okay. I'm. I guess I'll lean towards Starsborn. That's probably where my favorite with the O U R I T E is going to be. Have you seen if Beale Street could talk? I have not. Yeah, I I did. I think the best part about that movie is Regina King, uh, the cinematography and the score. Um, There's going to be a lot for us to catch up on in the next month to come back and talk about. The thing about Star is Born that drags it down for me, uh, and it deserves all these nominations, like I said, it's just it's a great 45-minute film. Yeah, <laughs> the, the back half is the back half. not great. Um, best original, we touched on this already. Um, I really, I think the the just the wordplay of the favorite, I think, gets it over the line. Yeah. Although you, I could see any of these winning. Yeah, I mean, but if if people are really that entranced with Roma, it might be tough to to not pick Roma just for strategy's sake. Yeah, and I think I think screenplay could be the only thing that Roma maybe Misses. doesn't win. Well, like, because cinematography, director, best picture, the, um, those are the ones that I think it's going to be a big player in. Okay. But um, those uh, syphilitic queers in uh, The Favorite, um, you know, they're, you know, banging chicks with yeah. syphilis, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could, I right now, uh, I think strategy-wise, I might still ride with Roma, just bet it big. But uh, yeah. Favorite is also something that you could, consider consider seriously uh let me drop down real quick into documentary because um one of my favorite films of the year free solo is in there um didn't you also like minding the gap minding the gap is great yeah i haven't seen rbg but um minding the gap and free solo (laughs) no that was um yeah, so that's really cool to see that nominated. I, it's one of the, the best experiences I had watching a movie this year was Free Solo. Okay. Uh, Mining the Gap on Hulu, give it a stream. Go to stream. Uh, and then jumping back up, what are we moving on to? Let's Supporting go to the act. supportings. So mm-hmm. um, it's going to be hard for me in principle not to pick Sam Elliott, so I might be, be sacrificing major points there. Uh, I also like that Sam Rockwell got some love. For Bush, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't. I didn't think that might happen, but uh, I don't think he has a realistic chance to win. Uh, it Richard really E. Seems... Grant is really great in uh, "Can You Forgive Me." He's really funny. Okay, so yeah, I might have to. Again, I want to watch that, but uh... I think I think it's a two horse race. Although some people have Sam Elliott as like uh, a dark horse outside chance. I think it's between him and Mahershala. Sam Elliott um, and Mahershala. I... Yeah, based on what I've seen, and I've seen all these movies. Um, that would be my two horse race, I guess. But I think just based on who's won what, you got to give it to Mahershala. But um, yeah, but probably. you you when we yeah when we did our review of Stars Born, you did you did have us penciling in Sam Elliott. I did, so I might have to be a man of my word. I'm a man of my word. And while yeah, while we're dragging your name through the the mud a little bit here, Bob, uh, uh, remind us your first man predictions. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I, I said it was going to win a lot of tech awards, and I'm still picking it for editing and mixing, sound editing and mixing. Uh, it was not, didn't get an editing nod for film editing. Um, no, I, th- I, I said it was going to get the sound awards for all the yeah, clanging so and the clanking. It's still in there for, it's it's in there for sound editing and sound mixing. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, but I didn't think, so- I, I thought maybe director, but like, Clearly not, and then I didn't think I I, I didn't think that uh, Sleepy Gosling was gonna get nominated. 
No. I'd have to go back and listen to no. the tape, but I'm pretty sure I was out on Sleepy Gosling. So. I think we were, we were both kind of like meh on the movie in general. I did think we kind of assumed it would be Best Picture just because it was early. It was October. Yeah. Nothing really had to come out yet. So we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll throw it in there as like, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get in there in, into the 10. But it only ended up being eight. So it was probably one of those movies that was like going to be like ninth or 10th, but nobody voted it first. So it was left off the ballot or however that works, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah, probably. So, um, to supporting actress, I have not seen if Beale Street could talk, but I know that Regina King's getting a lot of front runner swerve. But, yeah. Um, you know, if Critics I had to choice. pick up the ones that I've seen, I'd really like Amy Adams as Lynn Cheney in Vice. Yeah, I would. Uh, it's hard for me to go away from the two favorite women. I just think they cancel each other out and. They kind of steal each other's swerve, as you said. Um, yeah, Rachel so Weisz is really tough. good, though. I, Rachel Weisz is really good. Yeah. Both, both awesome. And, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that's, that's, a, that's, a tough, that's a tough break because all three of those, those women were really great. And it's just, I mean, you know, it's, it's a nomination. It's not like a slap in the face. So Yeah. Um, Amy Adams, Regina King. I think Regina I I didn't come out of Beale Street, like, um, nobody told me she was a front runner. I saw the movie. I thought it was really solid. I, I wasn't like, oh my God, hands down, best supporting actress right there. Do you think it could um, go another way? She, I thought she was a great part of the movie. Um, and I, um, now all this is coming out and she's kind of a lock, but, uh, I guess that, that goes to show what I know. I, yeah, I, I was more impressed by the, the women in the favorite, but it's hard to give a award to them because they kind of cancel each other out. Fair enough. Best actress. Yeah. We talked about that. Glenn Close. Um, we'll have to see it in order to be act- able to put a stamp best actor. Th- this is what's surprising to me. Uh, Christian Bale's been winning a lot. Critics, Golden. I mean, who cares about Golden Globes? It's like such a bad indicator. Yeah. So I don't know why everyone everyone points to that. But um, Rami Malek, I guess, is like now the the odds on favorite to rival Christian Bale. Like it's between those two. Yeah, and Cooper that's has like, completely fallen off, which is really sad. I really, I man, I really wanted him to win this award. I really wanted, out so? of all of them, I, I don't even care about Best Picture, I really wanted to see Brad Cooper win for for this. And I, I don't think it's likely to happen at all. Especially the work he did to become a, mus- a music star. Yeah. Um, what Gaga did to kind of become a really great actress is great as well, but for his rise into this this uh, a, a, a songwriting music star as well, and, and topic directing... I think, I think that is a great performance as a whole, and you can kind of throw in his his directing there as like a total package of what this actor accomplished. Um, that's a tough call. I mean, it it could be a surprise on Oscar night. You know, one of the ones we don't see coming. I don't think Rami Malek should be. I mean, whatever, nominate him. But the movie was great and a lot of fun. But uh, this, it's mostly it's, like I'm starting it's to resent really it. impressive lip syncing. I'm starting to resent this movie. It's. It was a fine movie. If it didn't get nominated at all, I'd feel a lot better. But the fact that it has eight noms and it's all over the place in some of these big ticket awards is I'm starting to get frustrated. And Robbie Malik was really nice in it. Is this transcendent? I don't I don't really think so. I think he was good. I just I I'm starting to get really frustrated with with all the love. And I don't know whether it's this this TV program and their kind of desperation. A lot of people went to see 
the Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody movie. So like, are they trying success. to like you know? Oh, people really liked this Freddie Mercury portrayal. So let's just make sure that it's 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 here and represented so that people can kind of have other things to cheer for. I I don't know whether that's it. I but you know I I mean they're they're giving him awards now for it. He's like actually. I, I, it's really hard for me to see. I was not nearly as impressed as other people seem to be. So I must be missing. No, something. well, I I didn't think I didn't think many people were impressed. They were like, um, a lot of people were like, yeah, I loved it. Like, love Queen. I'm like, like uh, everyone was like, the best part about the movie is the the music um, aspect, and and that's got nothing to do with with anybody other than the Queen. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, the best parts were the part where he's lip syncing. <laughs> so so uh. that's, yeah, I, I, I'm i starting to have a, a little personal backlash on the movie. When I came out of it, I loved it. It was great. It reminded yeah, me of much like, I... And I'm like, fuck that movie. <laughs> it's like weird. It's like, it's not that good, but... Yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, it's like the pop, the popular category that's got thrown out is now creeping into yeah. kind of the more serious races here, and I... I mean, it, well, even what, just nominate out- him, but like, like he shouldn't be second. He shouldn't be the person that's rivaling Bale for this award. Like, it should be Cooper versus Bale. It should definitely be Cooper. But like now, the only thing, the only thing is, I I know people are talking a lot about it, and it's because he won a Golden Globe, but also that was the music comedy category, right? Or no, that was no, that was in drama because yeah, Christian drama. Bale won for comedy. Mm-hmm. So who? Yeah, but who cares? The like. The Golden Globes don't really mean anything in terms of like who's going to win an Oscar. So everyone's like, "Oh my God, he's like he's the favorite now." And Christian, ba- Christian is Christian Bale versus Rami Malek because they both won Golden Globes, but that's never how it works out. Yeah. Um, and they've so got Vigo it, in there. Yeah, uh, and again, I haven't seen Green Book, so I can't really yeah, speak we'll have to on come it. Back I, to that. For me, yeah, for me, I think it's Bale versus Cooper, and I think we could see like maybe like oh man, like. Star is born. It's not going to win anything. Let's give it to Cooper. Uh, I, I I'll give that an outside chance. I think I'll I'll still stick with Bale as kind of like taking like that. You know, it's like when people saw Darkest Hour and yeah, and I was like, man, you got you got to give it to Gary Oldman. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm, great. and I think that this Oscar is going to cement him as as the man. He's going to be the man. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember who was vying for the award when uh, Gary Oldman went up for it? There's a there's a few other man. I can't even remember anymore. That was just last year. Wasn't last it? year. Um, I could pull it for you real quick if you want. But while I'm yeah, pulling this, uh, what are your thoughts on director? Uh, yeah, I I don't think there's any way Quran loses. Um, it's a solid list, and it, I actually want to go out and see Cold War now. Yeah, I do too. I thought the I thought the director the the group was very interesting. I'm really surprised McKay got in there. I yeah, Spike Lee was, uh, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, but Yorgos Lathimos favorite. He's, yeah. The guy's been making interesting movies for a while, so it's kind of cool that he's getting recognized. Yeah, I like I like that, and this is probably his best one. I mean, The Lobster was cool, but this is. This is probably his best. Um, yeah, I, I like the category, and me and you usually kind of okay. Who are the five serious best picture contenders? Not Cold and, War. And, and we look over to best director. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. It's not nominated for best picture, but we got a director nod, and yeah, it's kind of a different. And then yeah, the the Guild Awards, which are usually a great indicator. Um, two of their nominees, and it hasn't the award hasn't been given out yet. Um, 
but two of their nominees are not in the Oscar race. So you got um, Peter Farrelly and Bradley Cooper up for Directors Guild Awards, not in this category. So interesting. But um, yeah, I, 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 whoever the five are, I just think it's going to Quran and you can just forget about it. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be Quran this year, which I'm I'm completely fine with. Me and you were both really into Roma, so yeah, I guess being butthurt about Cooper. And I just I, I just wish I got that Stars Born was going to have more of a chance at Best Picture. I was really interested in that race, but whatever. Now I think a lot of people kind of assumed that it it was like the front runner and it was going to sweep and like let alone have a chance. I, I think a lot of people had it pegged for for huge glory. You know, a lot of, like classic old Hollywood, you know, uh, loaded up with big stars and have this this classic story that's been told three times already. Um, did, it, did it come out too soon, man? Like, is the October release, if that's what's fucking it? I guess. I mean, I don't know. Black Klansman came out in whenever that March, and that's still, you know, it's sticking around. Or, uh, I mean, Black Panther. But um, I just think all these movies are nice. They're great. They're <coughs> a lot of fun. Roma is the only masterpiece that's out there. I, I, I think that one, that's the one we should be awarding. And, and I, th- I forget who said it. Maybe it was Ethan Hawke or somebody, but it's like the popular vote is the box office. Like who cares yeah, about these that. awards? Like th- these movies are already making it million. They're making people millionaires. They're making a shitload of money. Like, yeah. Why is take that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you've won. Yeah. You won already. And like, you know, th- this little movie that, uh, is, gorgeous and incredibly gripping and and but also like small and like tender but incredibly filled with emotional depth i mean like all that stuff like that and it's just tossed onto netflix because those are the people that backed it and you know it's it i, I just and it, and it and the awards given to these movies allow them to have visibility whereas otherwise they wouldn't if had there been no awards campaign and award run it allows for these art house movies and you could debate whether which ones are more important but it it gives visibilities to these movies in this art form so i mean yeah, exactly like i i'm so sick of the the politicking and like uh who who bought the best lunch for the voters or or uh i only went to the movies once this year i saw i saw black panther so i wanted to win everything like oh fuck yourself you know it already made a billion dollars yeah like I, I don't care that the one movie you saw is a guy in a cape punching and kicking people. Like, cares? Like, let, yeah, let... go watch South Park's uh, first episode. <laughs> They've got a lot of opinions on it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody, like Black Panther. They're nice movies. They're great. They're they're popular. They made a lot of money. Awesome. We don't need to award them Oscars. Um, well, it's well. What is what is what does it mean? Yeah. Like, is it an achievement in cinema? That that's what I've always thought the Oscars were, where we are right. they are awarding a achievement and breakthrough in the art form, and I don't really think that whether it be directing, story writing, performances, I don't think there's a lot of achievement in those movies that are also trying to have mass appeal. Right, mass appeal is not an achievement worth awarding. There, that is awarded in box office receipts. Exactly. Um, and it doesn't need to be filled with like little art house films that you know, like like a bunch of Japanese um, 
movies that nobody's seen or but you know there's it's just uh you know th- there there's a fine line you know mm-hmm. but um i yeah. think we're both on the same page with director and best picture but there's going to be a lot of nuances for our our big competition so a lot of stuff for it still to be able to swim yeah for sure oh what i want to what do you think about the the green book momentum i mean this is getting kind of out of hand where so the pgas producers guild they just awarded green book the best movie um well i mean i can't really i i haven't seen it so that's that's where i'm kind of on an in an odd place right now because in the next month green book beale street could talk i have to watch the melissa mccarthy could you ever forgive me the wife like there's a lot of stuff on here that me even a guy who is up to date with the award season and takes this stuff way too seriously i'm i'm behind on yeah. So I, you know, it's it's hard for me to have a strong opinion either way on Green Book if I haven't seen it. I'd hate to be like, oh, this is a travesty, way too much momentum, this is a fraud, and then see the movie and love it and you're like, oh, what the hell? The 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 backlash it's getting on Twitter or whatever, you know, like Reddit threads, I could care less about. It's oh, Peter, Peter Pe- Bailey's wiener. Yeah, like you know, he's he's the guy that made something about Mary, and yeah, I mean, yeah. His yeah. whole, all of his jokes are about showing people your wiener. He shows his wiener to more people than the Roma karate guy. And then, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, so I get it. And then also the, the, the Mahershala's character is misrepresent, uh, misrepresented. And there's, there's not a lot of great publicity behind it, but then people are doubling down, supporting it. So it's this weird movie. Right. That's why I think Roma is even more likely to win because it's, very safe choice that not a lot of people are going to be upset about besides my uncle terry who only watched 20 minutes of it before he flipped over to the af uh, the nfc divisional round he he was trying to he was trying to squeeze in roma while watching like right before yeah right in between the like colts game and the eagles versus the saints or something (laughs) he tried to fit in roma he was like ah never mind i gotta get over to new orleans yeah well i heard that guy's gay anyway anyway <laughs> uh that's absurd but yeah so the roma versus green book i think it's kind of it's it's it seems crazy to me um if i think when i after i saw favorite i was like that's one of the best movies i saw this year um and that and then i'll put that up with there with roma and and then vice being my favorite and and like i said stars born was great for 45 minutes loved it um it's not it's not for me one of the best it, it, it's in the it's in the top eight, sure. Um, for what we mm-hmm. mentioned, Sam Elliott, uh, all the other stuff, the songs. Um, but um, I don't have it as like a challenging favorite or Roma, and Roma is so much farther above favorite for me than anything else. We'll see how Green Book slips in or fits into that. But um, it's cool that favorite got ten nominations, and um, I think it deserves all those. But like I said, it'll probably lose the most. Um, and there we go. But, uh, so. yeah, first man, technical achievement. You have that winning a lot of stuff. Um, costume design. We got the same chick nominated twice for Mary Poppins and The Favorite. Um, also, Mary Queen of Scots, a little side note, and reading that biography right now. I d- wasn't really interested in seeing the movie. a lot of stuff in that that's – it's getting no buzz. You could tell that was one that they really thought was going – we'd be hearing a lot of. And yep. Getting mm-hmm. no love. I, it must not be good. 
I apparently not. Um, which I mean, and the biography, I, I kind of like a historical biography. So it's kind of reading like a uh, uh, detective murder mystery novel. Um, and it's really cool. But the the trailer looked like it's like a soap opera, and it's, you know, yeah. But you got Saoirse Ronan and Margot Robbie, usually big players, come Oscar time. And uh, I yeah. think it was definitely an Oscar vehicle that fell fell flat on its face. Nothing. Nothing is. Uh, more obvious miss than if like a ho- a movie a Hollywood movie misses. It is just like wait that movie's already here in front of me on my Netflix. Like this movie came out in the theater. When a movie misses like that, it's like holy shit, does it miss? Yeah. You know? Especially so, when it's great. like obvious Oscar bait. Okay, we'll get like this Oscar nominated uh, costume designer. We'll uh, we'll set a, a costumed period piece. We'll get these two big stars, Sorcerer Ronan. People who were nominated last year. Yeah, Lady yeah, yeah. Bird and fucking I, Tanya. Yeah. Um. Boom. Yeah, that was for they sure. They'd both be back. <laughs> Amy Adams is like, no, this is how you do this for real. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um. Cool. By well, the way, just some some quick housekeeping. Um. Uh, Jim Broadbent beat Ethan Hawke when he was in Training Day for a movie called Iris, and then um, uh, Timothy Chalamet was one of the major people up last year against uh, against Oldman. We what? Well, well, forget. About, I mean, Daniel Day Lewis for Phantom Thread as well. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a lot last year. Was pretty much runaway for Oldman. Anyway, yeah. So let's uh, move into uh, TD TD three. Well, Detective Hayes, could you tell us of your timeline of events? It was seven, 1980. It was just a case when I caught it. Yeah, I know it'd be my last. True Detective Season 3, um, Detective Hayes is on the case. Um, are you in or out? I'm in. Yeah. I'm it's, in. It's, it, it's Season 1 light, but... I'm still I'm still into it. I mean, it's kind of following all the same beats a little bit. But yeah, well, you know, I think they were smart to go back to yeah, who's the patter ass that's killing these kids. I think there's something that's <laughs> extra spooky about the patter ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and to steal a to steal a phrase from the Big Lebowski, but the fact that it's kids again, the fact that there's somebody out there that that just sort of raises the stakes so much. Um, I like how it takes place during multiple different timelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's really you know the, the use of the wigs again. The show is very great at wigs. There should be a wig award. Yeah, or or, or or thinning bald caps. Yes, <clears throat> right. You know what I really am, am surprised at is how much I'm into Stephen Dorff's character. Yeah. I haven't seen that dude since Blade. I know. Yeah, it comes out of and, nowhere. Yeah, I'm like, what? Oh, okay. Like Mahershala, this dude is absolutely exploding not not we we almost completely forget all of his great work on house of cards mm-hmm. you know because he's been winning oscars and going to win again this year but he's obviously acting at the top of his game and then but like steven dorf i i really like his character a lot yeah yeah they're they're, um, they're both powerhouses they work well together their scenes together are great it's high tension it's it's, it's great back and forth we don't get the iconic matthew mcconaughey um, just like yeah, there's the biz- no one really swinging for the fences in this one. The bizarre musings, the very poetic. I mean, it, it's not. Let me. I can't. I can't. I can't state this more 
uh, unequiv- unequivocally, I think season one of True Detective is the best season of television I've ever seen. I've probably seen it from start to finish at least 10 times. Um, wow. we're, we're, while the show was airing, I watched every episode uh, leading up to the next week because I couldn't get enough of it. And as more people were coming onto the bandwagon, I would watch it with them. So I probably saw episode one maybe 20 times. Um, that tracking shot when McConaughey goes to <clears throat> the biker rally. Yeah. See, uh, episode trying to four. kind of get out of that. Yeah, that was. Uh, I remember just how absolutely pumped up you were. It, yeah, it was that. That became next level. I mean, even you know, season one, you're like, okay, yeah, this is cool. It was like it was like the start of the celebrity um, mini series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is kind of cool. You got these movie stars in a TV show, and then you're like, wow, this is fucking. And then it's like, then it becomes like next level, and you're like, oh my god, I can't get enough of this. That was more creepy, and it felt more realistic. Like, yes, I believe this. I believe these people in power are um, have these family members they're protecting, and these these weird societies in like Louisiana, and like that was yeah. it was creepy and terrifying in a real world sort of believability. Um, whereas here it's more of like, uh, so yeah, the one kid was posed based on like this photo that only a family member may have seen or someone that attended the communion. Uh, and the, the daughter is seemingly still out there. It it seems to be like some sort of adult playmate situation where they were playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's less of Mm -hmm. these disgusting men are raping and murdering these little girls in like a, in a circle out in the woods. It's more, there's more nuance and uh yeah so it's it's there's definitely yeah there's definitely something happening with like some sort of kid charity or kid fund that's mm-hmm. that's going on that that's going to get a lot there's also right now we're in if i don't know when you guys are listening to this but right now we're at season or episode three yep so there there there's still a lot of the the, the, the detectives in this cross-examination are holding back there's not a lot that we know about why they're being interviewed. Clearly, they have secrets and they're they're hiding information. So for me, I, I am pretty intrigued in terms of where the next information is going to go. And the way that they've led the cliffhangers on episodes two and three, I think I, I, I'm I'm still into it. The, the The episodes in the in the middle of the episodes, kind of the 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 rising action episode to episode, is is a little dull. But I am getting some moments, like you said, where the, the musings and, and the sayings, like when um, when Detective Hayes kind of talks about like, oh, we were actually really good friends when we worked together, but now we don't work together. And so that, that relationship kind of ends. There's, there's like there's like really kind of simple things that they say that I'm like, oh, OK, that's a that's a good point. Or that's it's not as clever as the McConaughey stuff, but just some 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 good lines, some good material for them to work with. Yeah. How do you feel? Um, yeah, again, I, I'm into it. it. It's definitely a return to form, and I'm cautiously optimistic that it's... I mean, I, I'm definitely in. It's. I think it's going to be a great season. It's not... It's not, like, <laughs> transformative. Like, it's... just Season one is just a whole different thing, but season two was equally as bad, so... This yeah. is this is intriguing. It's you got some powerhouse performances. There's still a lot of layers to be removed. There's because the whole nature of um, uh, an unreliable narrator and like the uh, the malleability and de- decay of memories and it it affords yeah. it, it's it's interesting. And I think there's they're a lot working of ways with to, a lot. Yeah, they're working yeah. with a lot. There's a lot of ways it could go. And yeah, I mean, 
even like I think Woody gets overlooked a bit in season one. Um, we don't quite have his like the great stuff where it's like, what's the point of cake if you can't eat it? Right before he eats out a chick's ass, like yeah. there there aren't like the uh, the quoting at the water cooler the next day moments quite as much. But it's very compelling. It's it's really hard to not want to have a next episode queued up right away in in a, in our uh, binging culture. It's uh, taking it one week at a time is is a little tough, you know. Um, yeah. But I'm totally into it. I, I I just I wish there was a way for them to <clears throat> lock in a director all the way through because I think that was so effective with uh, <clears throat> um, with one. Yeah, with our with our guy uh, before. Well, there's a lot of the Nick beats a lot, so Picasso guy. There's there's a lot of people on the internet, and you know I get all my information from the internet. But just saying the guy's kind of a fraud, and the original director was the true mastermind. The other dude hits a lot, so cuts a bot, so uh, got way too much credit, and you know he's. It's just there's a lot that goes into the production of this show that is almost running parallel to the show itself. But I, I think, I think they're getting back to what works. They, they have a good tone going right now. And, you know, you get good, if you give good actors, good material, you're going to, you're going to more often than not get good TV. So I'm, I'm with it of the stuff that's on and available to me right now. It's definitely my favorite show that I'm watching. Oh, absolutely. It's the only thing I look forward to really. Cause everything else, it's like, ah, I should really start sex education at some point or, Oh man, have you seen the bodyguard? Yeah, I pounded that out the other day. Yeah, it's Marvelous Miss Mizell, yeah. This is like so. Sunday nights. I'm home. I'm watching True Detective. I can't wait. Um, well, cool. Yeah, and uh, I can't wait to listen to the analysis uh, <laughs> when it goes live. Exactly. I'm sure that's yeah. what people are saying as well. My phone is available in case they want to call for that Oscar hosting. As long as it's <laughs> not during one of my matinees. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and also um I wouldn't mind hosting SNL at some point, you know. If they called, I think I would consider taking that. There you go. Cool. Well, <laughs> appreciate you, buddy, and looking forward to seeing that final ballot and looking forward to watching you massacre that karate routine. Oh man, I I'm I'm looking forward to seeing if you can uh stand in that pose, uh, with your eyes closed. Um uh, I have very poor balance, and I expect my muffin top to be spilling out of that romper. <laughs> if I if I bet it's Sam Elliott and it goes the wrong way against me, oh yeah, so. that's that's uh, that that could be your downfall into doing uh, nude karate at the ed- at the edge of my bed. Anyway, all Play right, us out and let's get the hell out of here. Let's get the hell out of here. All right, thanks everybody for listening. And God, I know we're forgetting somebody. Whoever we forgot, we love you. And we, we love you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you in this room, and God bless you all around the world.